Hey, I'm Bert, and welcome to Season 2 of Dabbing with Washington Artists. If you're new to the show, the idea is simple. Six questions, six dabs. So pull up a chair, light your torches, as we interview the artists that make Washington, Washington. Howdy, uh, we're Antagonist. Uh, you can find uh, our tape, Fear and Loathing, which we dropped last January on YouTube and SoundCloud, soon to be on all platforms. Uh, you can find our pages individually as Young Deborah on Instagram and Sean the Child on Instagram. You can also find the Antagonist page, which is Antagonist Sits 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 uh, on Instagram. Uh, you can find each of us if you Google us as well as individual artists. For today's series of dabs, we will begin our smoke session with a dreadberry, an OG cookies, and a white runts, and we will round out the session with the Jolly Ranchers, a golden pineapple, and a ghost tangy. Thank you guys for joining us today on Dabbing with Washington Artists. Today we are joined by Antagonist. Uh, thank you guys for making the trek over here. We, you know, the uh, fairies are definitely, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah that's fun, but <clears throat> you can't always rely on them. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you guys are ready. Let's get, let's get stoned. Yeah. Sure. Um, so starting out today, we have Dreadberry. Dreadberry is an indica dominant strain that is known for its strong couch lock effects and tendency to leave the smoker feeling detached. We found a gram of this sauce at a shop on 56th Avenue in Marysville. It can be deceptive because it doesn't have that kind of like the burn that, uh, that you get from it the nail. It's very clean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing we like to ask everyone uh, on our show is uh, what role does cannabis play in your guys' creative process? I mean, I smoke every day. So <laughs> I guess whenever I'm being creative, I'm pretty much high. So I feel that. I guess it's like one of the most important roles <laughs> in whatever I'm doing because. I'm not relaxed, and I can't get into the right mind state of what I need to be doing. So it's, yeah. I know this with me, because I'm high pretty much all the time. Like, I wake up, and so I take a dab, take a dab to go to sleep. <laughs> but I've learned at times when I haven't been smoking as much in the moment, my mind will be on, like, a stalemate or, like, a writer's block. will just be on my phone, like, going through Instagram, doing this, doing that. The second I start smoking, especially if I'm listening to music in the moment, it just gets my brain going, my creative juices flowing. So I'll start – usually I start writing while I'm smoking mm-hmm. um, just because, like I said, it gets my brain racing. That's cool. Uh, and do you guys have any uh, – do either of you have preferences towards uh, indicas or sativas or a particular strain that you're really digging on right now? I like sativa, personally. Okay. I've been smoking on sour diesel for the last couple of days. It's been nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get you, like, productive and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like the, uh, the house and shit. Have you had Skittles with a Z? It's like a yeah, we've, uh, actually, I believe we've had it on the show before. Yeah, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, moving on to our second uh, dab of the day, we have some OG Cookies. OG Cookies is a hard-hitting indica that carries both the old-school OG and Animal Cookies terpene profile, and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker couch-locked and with the munchies. We scored a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on 56th Avenue in Marysville. You see the Rick and Morty spin-off series? Um, it's about like a group of aliens that crashed on Earth. 
I'm trying to think of the name. Um, oh, Solar Opposites. Solar Opposites. Oh, yeah, it's I have. <laughs> I enjoy it personally. Can you all finish the dab to say it? <laughs> I was like, I gotta spit it out. Yeah, I was not gonna remember that. I'd love to get Dan Harmon on the show. Dude lives in Washington. Does he? Yeah. Oh my god. I think he lives in like Woodenville or some shit like that. Shit. I'm not sure where, but. <laughs> oh, Justin Woodenville. Does it build up? I think Bill Nye does. Yeah, that would be cool. I <laughs> get Bill Nye ripped. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Washington, though, uh, how has uh, living in Washington influenced your guys' uh, sound and, and creative process? Um, I feel like we don't sound like a lot of Washington artists. Um, okay. And I kind of do that on purpose because I feel like a lot of Washington artists tend to flock to specific sounds. Because mm -hmm. um, I, I definitely work with a lot of other artists show-wise and marketing-wise. I just don't outsource sound-wise. Mm -hmm. um, and I've noticed stereotypically a lot of them go in either more of like a, a juice world, like peep melody sound, okay. or like a Bay Area, like shoreline type of sound, which I'm not too fond of either. Okay. Um, and so I would say most of our sound literally just derived from a midst of artists that we listen to that aren't from here, if that made sense. Sure. Um, and that's why I don't think there's too many artists that sound like us. Like there's a couple that will do like one aspect of what we do, but mm -hmm. it's not all of it all together. Um, and so that, I think that's what makes us, I don't know, slightly different. Okay. Fact. Pretty much what you said. And I feel like we'd probably make like happier music if we were in a happier state. That's fair. <laughs> he has a good point there. Our yeah. state is always, uh, depressed out a little bit yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah I can definitely see that as an influence uh, are you guys originally from here yeah yeah we've traveled though a decent amount okay uh, enough to know that I don't want to live here forever I plan on moving probably in the next year, year okay alright yeah. that's cool though you get, the, get some travel experience in yeah yeah so we're planning on going on a tour hopefully this summer and then uh, after that we're going to save up to move to Houston alright man that sounds cool that should be a good move. That's, oh man, the legal weed though. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, and you yeah. can only buy beer uh, before 9 p.m. and not on Sundays. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, oh, it's wow. interesting. <laughs> so those are things that are making me be like, oh, I don't know. No legal weed in Texas right now. I was unaware I don't of that. Think so, yeah. Sounds like we're, we'll have to go somewhere else. But I was going to say, I was actually. We just want the sun. The sun and lots that. of venues because it's important to have people around us to market to, to perform for. Oh, Especially for sure. when you're a smaller artist because no one's going out of their way to look up antagonists in a sense, to a degree. I mean, yeah, we do have fans, but um, <laughs> to the mass sense. And so that's why a lot of the time, too, like we're going to probably open for a bigger artist on their tour because. Lots of people are going to see, you know, Zilla Kami, Tyler, the creator, whoever, and whoever opens for them is going to open for that mass, you know what I mean? And especially mm -hmm. if we do something memorable, they're going to go home wanting to look us up. For sure. And so that's, that's really the plan there. Awesome, man. Uh, okay, uh, sorry, moving on now. Uh, next up we have some White Runts. White Runts is a well-rounded hybrid with a distinct candy-like flavor and sugary aftertaste and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker relaxed and with a floating feeling. We picked up a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on 188th Avenue in Linwood. 
The music video I'd sent you guys is actually still unreleased too. That's going to be uh, most likely on one of our next couple tapes because we do a lot of like three song, eight minute tapes. Just okay. a little light taste of this, taste of that. Big crown of these pieces. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, like I was saying, I had one really similar to that. It was just a uh, this piece was different. Yeah, that one was just kind of like uh, we we broke one of our old pieces, and so we had to get a relatively inexpensive replacement. Oh, roots nice. Yeah. That like a ball, and it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so we kind of you talked about um, some other artists here. Who have been some of your uh, big of, biggest influences uh, in um, your sound? In our sound, and um, why? I mean, I feel like we both grew up on pretty different music, but as okay. of like our current sound, we have pretty solid influences. I, I don't want to speak for him necessarily, if that made sense. So I'd say for me personally. Um, a lot of things like you've heard City Morgue or like Old X that really helped that scream sound be mainstreamed. Uh, okay. Definitely made it easier to do that. Um, a lot of dark trap music. So like I used to even listen to Tech Nine, um, Hobson, like Suicide Boys, stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. Peep. Uh, I'll just that underground sound for me personally because I'm a big fan of creativity and music. Uh, I don't like what everyone is doing. I feel like if 10 people are doing one thing, then you need to do the opposite. <laughs> uh, so to see different creativity like that is really what I enjoy um, okay. especially I'm a big fan of what I call mosh pit music as well like the stuff that gets you hyped up like when I stomp someone out in a sense um, that energy is fun you know every once in oh, a while sure. so I enjoy that a lot too it's becoming more mainstream like I was saying because of these certain key artists so that's really helpful too <laughs> yeah I mean I grew up on a lot of like death metal and just rock bands like i can hear that kind of come through in the uh yeah, in the sound yeah that's that's where like that was my childhood pretty much and then coming around him he was always playing rap mm -hmm. and that's how yeah. i got kind of introduced to that i really grew up on like e40 and shit yeah, <laughs> and, and then it just kind of grew into more of a habit and i just kind of like i don't know combine the two because i could never just stick on one you know like all music's great oh um, so, moving on here, we have uh, some Jelly Rancher. Jolly Ranchers is a sativa-dominant hybrid with a tart and fruity terpene profile and is known for its cerebral high and tendency to leave the smoker chatty and euphoric. We found a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop in Capitol Hill. Yeah, lately we've been kind of addicted to tattoos. This game one after the nights after the nights. I'm gonna get a new one. I just can't afford it. That's fair. Our last roommate was a tattoo um, apprentice. So oh, right on. Uh, he picked it up. It'd be, it'd be stuff like, oh, I'll pay your Wi-Fi bill. Give me two tattoos. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was nice. So. I kind of wanted to go to um, uh, one of those tattoo expos and sign up to be a competition piece. Because you you can you still have to pay for the tattoo, but its weight is counted, and the uh, you basically have to be willing to sit there and get tattooed the entire time. Right. Uh, but it's you know some of the best tattoo artists in the world trying to win. You know, I would do that. That's way worth that. What? Right. Okay, so you guys uh, release 
uh, released a tape uh, this year. Um, what can you tell us about it? Um, well, it was, uh, when did we drop it? It was in January, and January. that sounds bad, January, but we January. get fucked up a lot, so it's hard to remember stuff like that. What? Yeah. You're saying something affects your memory. I wonder what it could be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we know it was in the month of January. Okay. <laughs> in there. Um, um, it's called Fear and Loathing, because we got it from Fear and Loathing, Las Vegas. Right. Also where my newest tattoo is from. Yeah, we're not a big fan of, like, random names. Like, oh, let's name it this, let's name it that. Like, we like it to just come to us. So a lot of the times it's something that surrounds us. <laughs> and Fear and Loathing was just on a lot of the time in the studio. He had just gotten the book and tattoo, so it was just, like, in, in the moment, like, that's what we are. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, so we had, um, was it three songs? Yeah, it's um, Sierra, uh, hashtag I have chlamydia, and fuck <laughs> Yeah, that one, uh, that one was my doing. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're both gonna have like one single on our tapes. We like, like yeah, do occasional own. solo songs. Okay. Or a duo, um, just because we know there are people that prefer one or the other. Like we've had people say that to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his is obviously I hashtag I have chlamydia. <laughs> I have one that may come out one day called hashtag I fuck my dog. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Though. <laughs> <laughs> the hashtag idea though that's great uh, do you guys have any uh, plans for shows coming up uh, I'm talking to the Factory Lutz right now about hosting a show um, and getting okay. a couple other artists to perform with us I'm still trying to decide who I want to do that with and correlating dates and such okay. um, I would say the main thing is we're preparing and also saving up to do a big tour multiple month tour and nice. so that does take a lot of planning and processing and sure. stuff and uh that's why we're mainly marketing right now, which is also part of the reason why I do the interview too. <laughs> okay, absolutely. Uh, well, awesome. Uh, how, uh, how's the planning on the tour going? Uh, pretty good. I what I did um, just because I'm our manager as well uh, is I found a lot of because, like I said, you want to perform for a bigger artist's tour. Not a lot of um, artists that are on the rise, but not too large to ignore me necessarily. I've found their managers, and then I also found a list of how many shows they have coming up this year. And then if it was more than 10 and the artist wasn't too large, I outsourced to their managers. And I also uh, sent emails to a lot of local venues, so we can maybe just do our own little tour and stay too. Nice. Yeah, just doing a lot of outsourcing. Moving on here, we have some Golden Pineapple. Golden pineapple is a sativa-dominant strain that lives up to its name with a rich pineapple flavor that lingers and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker focused and alert. We scored a gram of these diamonds at a shop on 88th Avenue in Tacoma. I don't know if uh, the tape was y'all style of music, but hopefully you enjoyed it. The music's like, going to be better. I like the, the dark, uh, the, the heavier. Mm, uh, sure. Heavier shit. You should come to the show sometime. We're about to actually drop a single called Counterfeit um, with a lyric video, and we want to get a music video coming soon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm almost done. I'm almost done to go and try to find shows as long as I don't have to work those nights. We do a side of this. Any other albums? Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm. Big into video games and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Of course. So are, I mean, so are we. <laughs> uh, all right. So you guys, uh, you guys like to use a lot of distortions and, uh, and effects. 
Um, is the result is this the result of experimentation in studio, or do you kind of like already start with an idea um, for these uh, for these kinds of sounds? It's, it's, it's a little bit of both, honestly. Like uh, spending so much time in the studio, you always stumble across random shit that makes your songs sound like crazier or just weirder. Okay, you always want something that sounds a little different, you know? Because like if you just throw plain like just your verses on that has always been done you can always add your own like little cherry on top with some kind of ad lib or like a sound you get from the internet okay i think uh what really helped us find our sound too because we definitely used to come uh and you can find it in my earlier music which is on all platforms we used to rap completely different and uh it's because we didn't really know like i knew what kind of style i wanted to do but it wasn't for sure so every time i would hop on beats it'd be different styles like oh, i'll try this and see i'll try this and same with him um and then we both just found a solid sound and a way to make that solid sound we were like yeah this is what we want this is how we want to sound and we just kind of ran with it um so now like every time i hop in the booth i know exactly what to do i know exactly how i'm gonna do it um and it's pretty set that's pretty cool. But you still have a little bit of room to like, oh, hey, I, that's a little different. Maybe yeah, I'm yeah. Well, I think uh, doing all that stuff earlier, like trying to come differently every time helped with my creative mindset. Sure. And I also think it helped me develop uh, what I call as like a trick book in a sense of like flows. You know what I mean? Like in certain things, you always have little tricks up your sleeve. And I feel like because of what we did, I've developed a lot of different flow styles that I can do. And okay. then just take the sound that I now have set in stone and added to that if that made sense all right uh so moving on we're have we're here to our final dab here uh, and we've got some ghost tangy and uh yeah, I think this is my this one's my favorite flavor wise okay. ghost tangy is a sativa dominant strain that is known for its incredible surge of energy that lasts for hours and its tendency to leave the smoker chatty and excited we scored a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on evergreen way in everett now, one thing you'll find if you come to our shows is we tend to drink a lot. I'm not going to lie outside of this. So, you'd see that. Like, last show we did, I poured a bottle of Henny onto, onto myself because there's some other person doing it. And I drank, like, half a gal of, uh, what was it, like, Bombay or something? Yeah. Don't even remember. Chugged a bunch of Bombay, passed out, and the other artist on the car woke up in the drive-thru for Dunkin' Donuts with a blunt being handed to me. It was amazing. <laughs> I had someone with a squirt gun come up and shoot Henny into my mouth oh, yeah, like, while was... I was on stage. <laughs> Yeah, I think my drinking years are mostly behind me. I'll have a drink every once in a while, but like I don't drink it Yeah. So, uh, what are some of the challenges and advantages of creating music as a duo, uh, as opposed to uh, creating music solo? Personally. I'm a little slow sometimes, and he be cranking out music as fast as he can. <laughs> okay. Man, <laughs> and um, I, I'm, I lack in that subject sometimes because I'm, like, kind of spotty with what I do. Okay. But um, we help each other in a lot of ways, too, because, like, I, I, like, I can produce a mix and stuff, mm -hmm. and he finds beats and gets stuff done faster than I do. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, it's like a back and forth support system. 
Yeah, I might go, like, he probably will hop on songs here or there, or he'll start his, and I'll knock it out. But I got to the habit of doing, like, four songs a day, every day, for, like, months. Like, I have so <laughs> much music. I had to get an external, like, flash drive that had, like, hella storage. Like, oh, yeah. It got, yeah, it got to be a lot. Um, just because, I don't know, I write a lot. Like I said, I'm high a lot. And when I'm high listening to music, I just start going. Um, I find it easier, though, because... I only have to write half a song now, one, um, and that that's pretty lax, uh, you know, because a lot of time you got to, most songs you'll notice it's some form of hook, verse, hook, verse, or sure. things like that. Now nah, I only got to write my verse once of the time. It's like, it's pretty easy. Um, <laughs> I also, I don't know, I didn't think I was the greatest at writing hooks, so like, it's nice when I don't have to do that as much either. Like, I can write a solid verse, don't get me wrong, and I can scream and do all that. I can... I don't know. I just not a big hook person. I can get that. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Well, uh, hopefully, you guys have been have had some fun. Yeah, yeah no, it's been very enjoyable. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you all for joining us as well. You guys stay high. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching. Remember to hit like or follow and uh, share with your friends. Bye. <laughs>